Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is global impact visionary leader Sue DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome to the show. It's an honor to be here once again with you. I know I haven't been here live with you since June, and I don't know where the summer went, but I also don't know where September went. It just flew by for me. So I'm grateful to be back here with you. I, I intend to be back here each week and see how it goes with the live show now that I'm feeling a lot better. And I just wanted to take some time just to just to really sink in with you and just take a breath, just pause for a moment and take a breath. There is so much happening in the world and there is so much happening in people's lives. And I just want to take a moment just to see you and honor you and be with you with your breath and just pause for this moment. Just hear my voice, close your eyes if you can and just be here now with me. And as you breathe in, and as you breathe out, just be here now. In this moment, in this moment here with me, I'm going to invite you to be wide open, to heal, to see, to feel, to experience what it is that you're meant to receive today. Whenever I embark on any kind of journey, I am always setting an intention to be as present as possible. So as you join me today for this episode, I want to invite you just to be as present as possible. And in the present moment, this is where we really get and gain the greatest insights guidance and direction. This is where we can be guided from that divine place within us. And our internal GPS, our divine guidance, will navigate us through any and all challenges. Today, I'm going to talk about understanding the three phases of disease so that we can heal and be healthy and vibrant. Now, I shared in previous episodes that I was having a lot of health issues, like a cluster of health issues. So I'm going to share a little bit about my process and how I came to this place of healing and moving through all of it and how I was able to navigate it because it was more like solving a riddle combined with a puzzle. It wasn't a straightforward, linear process. It wasn't clear, one symptom, one illness. It was a storm and the perfect storm, basically, that just stopped me in my tracks. So I wanted to share my story and also integrate the understanding of the three phases of disease when you have this understanding and you can create awareness, you can see or feel or sense your symptoms and you can actually prevent disease with this. You can prevent a diagnosis, but you can also use it to heal. So if you've already at that point where you have a diagnosis or you're in the illness or you're in the disease, there is an opportunity as well to use this tool to empower you to heal. So that's what I'm going to share with you today. I'm glad you're joining me, whether you're joining live uh, every Tuesday at 9 a.m. or whether you're listening to the podcast replay afterwards. I'm really grateful that you're taking this time to tune in and, and 
receive what you're meant to receive, the gifts that you're meant to receive from, from these episodes, from, from these insights that I share. So let's backtrack a little bit and kind of go back to the beginning of my symptoms. I basically had just an odd sudden weight loss happening from last September. And so a year ago, I lost a lot of weight in a very short time. And for those of you who haven't seen me on video or haven't seen me in person, I'm about five foot tall and I'm normally about 105 to 108 pounds. So I'm small framed. I'm a little, little body, big soul in a little body. And when I lost like almost 10 to 15 pounds, that was very significant. And I, I can't, I couldn't afford to lose that weight. And I felt like all my clothes were hanging off me. I, and I was looking at my legs and all my muscle mass was, was kind of disappearing. And I'm like, I, I felt, and I had this memory of when I was anorexic. And when I was anorexic, of course, getting down to that weight would have been like a, a celebration, a moment of celebration. And having my clothes hang off me was, was something I, I yearned for when I was anorexic because I felt like every time I looked in the mirror, I just saw this fat girl who needed to lose weight. And I was not at all overweight at any time. And, but that's how I saw it in my eyes. So when I started to lose this weight, I had all this this weird kind of emotions wash up. So I was starting to use it for my healing because I had all these old, you know, leftovers around my anorexia, my bulimia and, and my relationship with food and stuff really kind of started to show up. And, and there wasn't a lot, but there was some pieces there. So I wanted to look at it and I wanted to make sure I didn't leave any stone unturned. But when the weight loss continued and it was almost like a, no matter what I ate, I wasn't absorbing the nutrients. I knew there was something going on. I knew there was something happening with my body that I had to, I had to explore. So let me explain a little bit the three phases and then I'll go into more of the story of how I navigated it. So the first phase of exploring disease is, the, is called mental. It's the mental phase. This is where disease begins in the body. It actually begins in the mental body and it begins as a belief or a thought that is not in alignment with the truth in your heart. So this leads to that, that gap that I talk about that gap of resistance. When we have resistance show up in the body, sometimes it shows up as a whisper, an emotion, a trigger, anxiety, worry, depression, irritability, there's some form of thought or belief or process that leads to an emotional phase that requires awareness in order to shine light on it. So phase one with the mental is something to look at. When I was looking back, kind of looking back at my experience, now if I reflect back, I can see that one of the beliefs I have about my body is that it's hypersensitive. It's extremely sensitive. And it is, that's my, my experience. And I have a lot of evidence to show that, but I also had this belief that it was very vulnerable to attack and that it was, it was weak in some ways. So I can be highly sensitive, but I don't have to believe that my body's weak. I can be highly sensitive and very attuned to everything, but it doesn't mean I have to be vulnerable to attack. So that was where it started in, in, at the level of the mind. And I've had an ongoing relationship with my body throughout my whole life, and it's been challenging to navigate. So I haven't had the most positive experience with my body uh, growing up in the first half of my life, really, I disowned it. I was disconnected from it. I tried to numb it out because my intuitive gifts were also coming through in the way of physical sensations. So 
when I'm working with a client and even when I'm not with a client, I can actually feel and sense people's physical pain in my own body as if it's mine. I can feel their emotions in my own emotional body as if it were mine. So if I'm around somebody and they're very depressed, I can feel the heaviness and density of their depression. If I'm around somebody and they're very sad, pretending to be happy, but they're sad, I can feel the energy of their sadness underneath. I can also pick up on disease. So I can feel the vibrational frequency of disease in people's body. I can feel their the cancer, it has a very specific energetic signature. It's a very specific feeling and sense that I can tell what it is. Mycoplasma, yeast, all those kinds of things have a vibrational frequency and I can detect that vibrational frequency in people's bodies when I tune in. The challenge growing up is that all of this information is bombarding me all the time, coming at me with const constantly like thorns and I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to manage it. I didn't know how to navigate it. And it was overwhelming, intense, and it was painful. I suffered a lot. When I started to actually own my intuitive gift and I saw that it wasn't actually a curse, it was more of a gift. And I, I learned how to navigate it. I learned how to protect my energy. I've learned how to navigate my own physical body while supporting others. Then I started to actually feel more empowered. So my journey with my body has been a long one. And there's been a lot of things that I've discovered in the last year, old beliefs and even crazy ego dictionary definitions I did the ego game of opposites a lot. I played that game to really dig down into my subconscious mind and figure out what do I really believe about illness and disease in my body? What do I really believe about my physical body, about my ability to sustain my energy? All of that was explored. So I did a lot of healing at the mental body level. That's phase one. Phase two is where the resistance gets stronger and it begins to show up as physical symptoms. So if we don't actually catch it at the mental body phase, then it becomes symptomatic. And the physical symptoms that we're experiencing are often showing up in a way that don't show up on medical tests yet. So we have these physical symptoms. They don't quite make sense in Western medicine because they're not necessarily showing up as a as a test result that's abnormal. This is where prevention is key. And most people ignore these symptoms. And especially when, when they go to the doctor and they're, they're told that the test is normal. So there's nothing wrong. They believe there's nothing wrong. And this is where a lot of people get very confused. And it's very challenging to navigate, especially Western medicine, when you're having these symptoms, but they're not showing up in the physical body yet. So in this phase, this is where, you know, millions and millions of people are right now. These are the people who will be diagnosed next year with heart disease or cancer or another degenerative disease, like diabetes or something else. You have two choices in this is wait until you get to phase three when the diagnosis shows up, or you take those symptoms as a signal to go inward and to heal. You need to be willing and committed to heal and you need to be able to get in underneath and follow those symptoms back to what is the thought, the belief, or the idea around my body or around this symptom what's rooted where is it rooted from so the challenge in this symptomatic phase is that it can be rooted in the physical body it can be rooted in the mental body it can also be rooted in the emotional body unexpressed anger resentment regret shame guilt all those things are real dense energies that create blocks within our systems and when they're blocked, when our system is blocked, then that's where disease can thrive. That's where disease will develop.
It can also be rooted in the energy body or the spiritual body. So I'm, I'm doing a lot of clearing and past life work right now with my clients. I'm doing a lot of soul retrieval work. There's spiritual contracts that are ending. There's generational stuff. I'm catching a lot of individuals that are holding on to different symptoms and disease as a way of being loyal to their parents, you know, their health issues and stuff. So it's very interesting and it's, it's much like kind of unraveling a rat's nest. Now for me in, in the last year, I had a lot of symptoms. I started out with just the weight loss. That was the first symptom. And then all these other symptoms started to come in and none of them made sense. And my doctor was actually quite good. I have a really good doctor who's open. He's curious. He's willing to explore different avenues with me. And he doesn't always understand my intuitive gift, but he's open to me kind of pointing him in different directions. And he's willing to follow those, 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 those signs, those breadcrumbs. So it's, it's curious because I had someone, I posted on Facebook and I had someone reach out to me and say, you know, I just have a question, not to judge, but I have a question. How, if you're a healer, how can you not heal yourself? How can you not heal, you know, what's going on with your health? And I didn't share specifically what was going on with my health, but the question that she asked caused me to pause and, and really look at, okay, well, how am I healing myself? Am I healing? Am I avoiding anything? And I really wasn't. It was really like trying to solve a riddle and a puzzle combined. So when I was going through and being pointed to different things with my, my medical doctor, my Western medical doctor, and I was feeling, at one point I was feeling my thyroid. So I'm like, I feel like there's something going on with my thyroid and I could feel like little lumps on the one side of my thyroid. And he was, he palpated. He's like, I don't feel it. And he goes, well, let's send you for an ultrasound scan. So we did an ultrasound and it's interesting because, because I'm so intuitive and because I feel so empowered with my own health, I guided the, the technician to the area I was feeling, I'm like, okay, it's, it's this side. And I'm, I, there's something there that's not meant to be there. There's something going on. And I was pointing her to the parathyroid glands. There's four of them, two on either side of the thyroid. And when I was looking at the different symptoms that were starting to snowball, those were, those made sense. And the challenge was it, I didn't arrive at phase three yet which is functional, where they can say, oh, here is your tumor, or here is your diagnosis. Oh, you have diabetes. Oh, you have this. That's that phase three where the symptoms show up enough that it suddenly becomes functional in the body and they can see it on a, on a test. So when she was doing the test and I said, I need you to check the parathyroid. She goes, yeah, I'm going to check your thyroid. I'm like, no, no, I need you to check the parathyroid glands. She goes, yeah, I'm going to check your thyroid. And I thought to myself, she doesn't know what I'm talking about. She doesn't know about the parathyroid glands. Now, I understood afterwards that you don't usually check the, the parathyroid glands using ultrasounds. So it was out of her scope of practice. But I was very insistent that I needed those that, that area evaluated. And it turns out when I got the results back, I went to my doctor and, and he said, I go, was there anything on this, the ultrasound scan? And he said, no, everything was normal. And I said, it didn't have any comments or anything. And he's like, oh, actually they, they yeah, I mentioned there was two cysts on the thyroid. <laughs> I'm like, that's significant to me. That's affirming what I was detecting intuitively. So what I started to recognize is that one, I was actually energetically attuning to the disease or the illness or whatever it was that functional phase before it actually showed up. So I was feeling the parathyroid glands. I was feeling the digestive stuff that was going on. I was feeling and sensing and, and I could tell things were happening and I was tuning into the energy of it 
and pointing my doctor in the direction that the energy was pointing me. But a lot of the tests were not showing, concretely showing the result. So I ended up going in a different direction and connecting with a practitioner that I know that does a different test. And this test is more sensitive to determining the energetic imprint of what's going on in the body and the organs and the systems and how the systems are actually being pulled or pushed or pushed on and whether they're actually functioning optimally or whether the systems are dropping off and, and losing energy or support along the way. So it's more of an energy testing. And my body was so it's so easy to do the energy testing. It's much easier on the body than a lot of the other tests that I've had. And it actually is so affirming for all of the things and symptoms that I was experiencing. So basically we came down to the realization that I had uh, salmonella, mycoplasma, which is a pathogen. And I had a liver parasite, an intestinal parasite, I had Ehrlichia, which is a tick-borne disease from Turks and Caicos. It's common in Turks and Caicos. And um, oh, I can't even remember. There was about three or four other things. <laughs> so I'm like this perfect storm of, of things that came in that were just impacting all of my systems. The mental piece, the mental body piece, though, that we picked up in the way of you know, kind of what made me susceptible to all these things kind of taking, taking shop in my body, like setting up, setting up their home there. And what I realized is that I had a condition to receiving, I, I created this condition, and I wasn't open to receive. So what was happening is my body wasn't open to receive the nutrients. So it was starving, even though I was eating lots of food, even though I was consuming lots of nutrients, it wasn't absorbing it at the level of the cells. So I had this insight around receiving being conditional. Now I'm going to talk more about that. I have a live abundance breakthrough experience coming up. If you're interested on October 7th, you can check out my website and find out more information at heartledliving.com. The, I'm going to talk more about receiving without condition because that was a big, huge opening. And that, there's a lot more to that story than just my body not being open to receive. There's a whole abundance piece. And I'm going to share a lot about that, including the shadow side of abundance, money, and, and success in that, that live masterclass and healing circles. So you can check that out on my website. So there was a lot happening. And to navigate that, I, I was trying to reflect back in those moments where I was like, if I didn't have my intuitive gift, if I didn't use my intuition to guide me, I would be completely confused. And I would even actually probably believe that, that the doctors were saying, no, everything's normal. The tests are normal. There's a this is a little bit off. This is a little bit off, but it's nothing to be concerned about. And I said, well, when you have symptoms and you have as many symptoms as I have, that's something to be concerned about. So when you're navigating your own health issues and you're in that phase two, which is symptomatic, it really requires a strength to speak your truth and to be willing to look like whatever they think you are at the doctor's office. There's times where they, they might think I'm a little bit woo-woo or they might think I'm, a, I'm, I'm making things up, but I'm like, a lot of times when I point them in a direction and they go there with me, they're willing to go there with me, we discover something that they wouldn't have otherwise found. So it's not easy to navigate Western medicine and any kind of medicine actually really when you are intuitive. And all of us are intuitive. And we can open our intuitive channel more and more. We can actually be the healer that we all need for ourselves. We can 
be the pharmacist. We can be the doctor within ourselves. There's a place within us that knows what we need, when we need it, how we need it, and can direct us to what's really going on in the body. Recognizing that everything stems from the, the mental body, ultimately, somewhere, somehow along the way. And whether that's a past life influence where we have a real loyalty or we have guilt or shame for something that happened in the past, and it's actually still feeding our experience in this lifetime, it still stems back to what's really going on at the level of the mind and how can we change the mind and clear the root, create a level of understanding at the, at the mind so that you can clear the root and heal your body. So healing is a journey. It's not linear. It's not going from point A to point B. It's following the breadcrumbs. And those breadcrumbs can take you in any number of different directions. So in the last year, I've done a lot of different things to understand what's going on with my body, shine light on, on the symptoms and make sense of them, and to also then make a conscious choice to heal. So I've done naturopathic remedies, homeopathic remedies, done some traditional kind of medicine approaches. And in combination with that and my meditation and my yoga and my, my healthy, the way I eat and different things, different things have come in. I'm, I'm on wheatgrass now again. There's different things that have come in that have created this recipe for my own healing. Now that we've cleared the Ehrlichia and the Salmonella and the parasites, <laughs> mycoplasma, and all those kinds of things that were more functional, I'm able to actually manage and heal those symptoms as well as trace back to what's going on really at the level of the mind. Now, I want you to pause and just reflect for you. Where are you on your, in, on your journey for healing? Do you have some symptoms that you can't make sense of? Do you have a sense or an intuitive knowing that something's going on in your body, but you can't find anyone who can listen to you and support you in, in discerning or discovering that? Are you in a certain phase of, of disease? Can you identify which phase you're in right now? Do you already have a diagnosis? Do you have a, a test result showing you something? Or are you in phase two where there's a lot of symptoms and they don't quite all make sense? Or maybe they do, but the tests are normal, but you don't feel normal. Wherever you are in that phase of disease, just know that at any time you can heal. At any time you create awareness, awareness is the first key to healing. The moment you shine light on those things, things shift. Now, if you need support, there's support in the world. There's people that maybe not, maybe you're knocking on the wrong door. Maybe you're trying to get the doctors to acknowledge what you're feeling or sensing or knowing. And maybe they're not capable of that. Maybe there's another door that you're meant to open. Maybe there's another direction you're meant to go. So being wide open to being guided letting your heart lead you instead of your head. And even making sense of the symptoms, I had to really go in and trust my heart. And I had to surrender and let go of everything I think I know and everything I think I don't know about what was happening with my body because I know a lot about disease. I've, done, I've studied for a long time. I've been in the fitness and wellness industry for years, for, for decades. So... I have a really good understanding of how the body works. And I was always fascinated by the body. So I have a real strong sense of how it works, but I also am very highly attuned to what's going on in the body. So if something's happening in my liver, I feel it. 
if I something if I had kidney stones, I had kidney, <laughs> there's so much going on. I had um, calcium deposits in my kidney that were happening as well. My blood pressure would spike if I ate certain foods, too much calcium, there, there was so much going on. That was one of the other symptoms. But I could actually feel in my kidney, the calcium deposits, I could feel the mineral deposits. So when I'm talking to my doctor, and said, I'm getting kidney pain. He's like, well, how do you know it's kidney pain? I'm like, because it's in my kidneys. <laughs> He goes, well, a lot of people mistake back pain for kidney pain. I'm like, it's very specifically my kidneys. I know where my kidneys are. I feel my kidneys. They're at, it's in my kidneys. And sure enough, we, we found evidence of the calcium deposits in the kidney. So it's with me being so highly attuned to the different areas of my body and feeling everything, it's interesting to navigate and to work with other practitioners that don't feel or sense or know that. And you have to really kind of stand up inside of yourself in a way that just you decide in some way just to speak your truth and you let go of the fear of judgment and just stand in that truth. And that's really all we can do. And some people will support us in that and some people won't. So those times where I was kind of knocking on some doors and I was like, mm, they're not really open. They're not really willing to work with me. It's, I just feel like it's the universe kind of closing that door and just saying, not that way. So I follow the yeses. I follow the heart yeses. I follow my guidance. I follow the breadcrumbs. And that's how I've navigated. That's how I've discovered the recipe that supports my own healing. And I actually just found another technology. I'm so excited. It's supposed to be coming today. So I'll share more in the next couple of weeks about it. But I just found another technology that's actually going to support my energy and run in the background for me. So there's a lot of different things that have come in, in very synchronistic ways you could look at it as synchronicity, but I see it as divine guidance. I was divinely guided to these things, the practitioners, the individuals, the different methodologies, the different holistic medicines, everything was divinely guided. Because even when it came down to dealing with clearing salmonella and parasites, I can't go the traditional route. I can't go with traditional medicine because my liver is compromised. So when I take things and it needs to be processed by the liver, it doesn't process. It's phase one is compromised. So I can't take medicine like other people can because it really drains my system and it knocks me out or it actually ends up creating other havoc on other systems. So I end up needing to take more gentler approaches and recognize that I, I can't push my body the way I used to. And I can't push my body in, in a way that it's not receptive and, and needs that gentle approach and the homeopathic medicines and things like that the remedies that I was taking to clear the parasites. It took longer to clear those things. It takes, you know, you know, 12 to, to 16 weeks or longer, but it, once it clears, it doesn't wreak havoc on all my other systems. So then I have to recover from that. So this has just been my experience. This is just my body and my experience in this human, in my humanness. And everybody has a different experience. But if you are a highly sensitive person and you're having challenges with your health, I'm just here to let you know that you're not alone. And I'm here to let you know that, you know, there are people out there that can have compassion and understanding for what you're going through. And you don't need to do this alone and you don't need to navigate and figure it all out on your own. If you need support, reach out and your heart will lead you to who and when and how. If you can trust that, then you can walk with deep trust and blind faith knowing that your path to healing will be revealed moment to moment. It's when you get back into your head and try and figure it out and try and come up with a solution or try and 
you know, I know or Google search. <laughs> there was a few times I went on to Google and I was searching and I know I was sitting down with my ego. I know I was sitting down with fear and I was determined to figure it out. It was in those moments that I had the moment I had an awareness that that's what I was doing. I stopped, closed the computer, paused, took a breath and made a conscious choice to let go of the ego and fear and make a choice for love. And in that moment, I'd realign with spirit as my guide, my inner guide, divinely directing me. I'd surrender my health. I'd surrender everything again. I forgive it all over. You hold it for me. You guide me. You lead me in every moment. So I had to do that full let go often. And in those times where I picked it back up, and I could feel that anxiety. I could feel that, that drive to figure it out, that fear. I had to pause again, forgive it all over, and ask to be guided. So it's a process of getting in your head and going back into your heart. And going back into your head, trying to figure it out, and going back into your heart and trusting and being guided and being directed. So there's a real beautiful balance of trusting and walking with blind faith and creating a level of understanding of the mind of what's going on. And for me, I, I really love to understand the moment I have an understanding of what's going on, I can heal something I can unravel from it very quickly, even without medicine, even without other modalities, I can actually the moment someone says, Oh, this is what it is. I can quickly unravel a lot of the pieces, but it's for me, it's about identifying what is the riddle? What is the puzzle here? How, how can I solve this puzzle and riddle so that it makes sense at the level of my mind? So my mind can come along and participate in the healing. Because the last thing I want to do is go from that functional phase and the symptomatic phase, but still leave that mental body left over because then it's just going to lead to some down some other path, some other symptom, some other disease, some other illness. So we want to look at those three phases and use it and go deeply into those three phases to really get in underneath and follow it back to where is this rooted? Where is this rooted? And how do I heal it? And who am I meant to reach out to, to support me in healing? That's a piece of it too. And then we follow the breadcrumbs. Not an easy path, not a simple process, but that's what healing is about. It's not a quick fix. There's not a magic pill. It's a process and it's a willingness. We need to be willing to heal. We need to be committed and we need to be deeply curious to explore and get in underneath all that's leading to this symptom or illness or disease. So, Wherever you are in your journey and however you're feeling right now with everything that's going on in the world, I just want you to know that anything is possible. Anything can be healed. If it's meant to be healed, you can heal it. If it's meant to teach you something, it will teach you something. If it's meant to hang on longer, it will hang on longer. But when you're able to navigate your health your life, using your heart, using your intuitive heart, using that internal guidance system, then you'll be able to actually discern and create an understanding and actually overcome things that are otherwise believed to be impossible. I've seen many miracles in healing, not only my own body, but other people as well. I've had people come to me who've had chronic pain their whole life and, and after one or two sessions of really getting in under, underneath and, and actually clearing the root, their pain disappears. 
I've worked with clients that have had cancer who, when we can get in underneath and see where it's rooted, then their cancer is able to actually heal. Now, it doesn't mean that they don't do other interventions, but it complements the other work they're doing and the other modalities they're doing because we're actually clearing the root. If you don't clear the root of the disease or illness, then basically what everything becomes a Band-Aid and a temporary fix. And if you mask or cover up one thing, it will find another way to express itself. That root will still be impacting you on some level. So to be able to identify the root and clear the root, then you can unravel it from that direction outward and suddenly you know, your symptoms are shifting, your illness, your pain, all of those kinds of things can, can change. The other thing I'm noticing right now with a lot of my inner circle members and with, with individuals just kind of tuning into individuals in the world is we've got our individual healing that's happening. So on an individual level in our own human bodies, there's our healing experience. And then there's that collective healing experience that's happening. And that collective healing experience can be really confusing because a lot of times as a, say, a layer of guilt is rising, the collective guilt is rising, or collective shame, or collective depression, or, or heaviness, or density, people will feel that and not be able to discern that it's actually not just theirs, it's more the collective energy rising, especially those that are light workers and healers, they will feel this and be more attuned to the energies of the earth clearing and moving density, We'll be more highly attuned and sensitive to other people in our life, our family, friends, relationships, but also collectively. So women, collective feminine, anything that's happening in the collective feminine, we're going to feel that. For men, anything rising in the collective masculine, they're going to feel that. We may as well as women. So then there's the whole collective of humanity. So right now with everything's going on with Black Lives Matter and with all these things in the world that are rising up to the surface to heal, there is a collective healing that's happening and an individual wound that's healing as well. So that collective wound is intense, especially with racial matters right now. It always has been, but it's really at the surface. It's really in our face. And we're all being forced to look at it head on and directly. And there's a lot of opposition still to that. And there's a lot of people that are actually standing united. And it's something that we need to heal. And it's timely. We can't delay it anymore. But it's intense. And we can feel that collective wound as well as our individual wounds, whether we have guilt or shame or any kind of trauma around that personally or, or within our families as well. We're going to feel that. We're going to experience that on some level. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on all around the world. And I just want you to hear and know that you're not alone. It's not an easy time, but it's all necessary. It's all purposeful, even though it looks messy and crazy and hectic and overwhelming. It's purposeful. There is a purpose behind all that's happening in the world right now. And if we actually can all get on board with the healing that's happening, then we'll be able to navigate it with a little bit more grace. It's still going to be messy. It's still going to be challenging. And it's still going to rock our foundation because it's designed to do that. We need to rock the foundation we've been standing on because we got far too comfortable on that foundation. And that foundation's based on fear programming. And in order to break that down, we need to jackhammer it out and obliterate the foundation and lay a new one. So it looks like a destructive process, 
but I assure you, we're moving in the direction where global unification is possible. But we need more people to wake up, to say yes, to play their part, to heal their leftovers, to look within, to, to heal self so you could be the change, so that you can be that vessel, messenger, guide for another that light on someone else's path. So healing right now is first and foremost for yourself and just know that it's contributing to the healing of the whole of humanity. And that's really important right now. And that's how we can be of greater service when we're in service to ourself, not in a selfish way, but in a self love way then we can be a greater surface service in the world. The greater we have the capacity to love ourselves, the greater capacity we have to love others. So it's a love for self, a love for others, a love for our planet. That's how we can unite. But it's going to require you to go inward and be willing to heal be willing to shine light on what you need to shine light on and really get clear about what it is that's interfering with your ability to be healthy and vibrant and to hold your light and to be a beautiful vessel and messenger for love in this world. That's what we all need. That's what you need, that's what I need, that's what humanity needs. It's what Mother Earth needs. And it begins by looking within and following those symptoms, following those breadcrumbs, being willing to listen to the whispers in the body, finding stillness, quiet, and really tuning in and listening deeply. What's really going on in the background? What's really humming in the background? Right now it's my heat. I don't know how loud it is for you, but I can feel it's loud here. What's humming in the background, in the mind, in your body, in your emotions, your energy? And our willingness to look there and heal and clear is going to make the biggest difference. So my invitation for you is to get out of your head and into your heart. Let your heart take the driver's seat. Put your mind in the passenger seat. Let it be the tool that it's designed to be, which is an assistant to the heart. It's meant to be used in a way that can assist us and support us. It's not meant to be the driver. It's not meant to be in the lead. We lead with our heart trust our intuition and be guided from that divine place within. That's where the true miracles show up. That's where miracles that blow your mind show up. That's where all limitations are bypassed. All filters and programming in the mind are able to be bypassed and cleared in a way that empowers us all. So as you go through your week, I want you to be curious, listen to the whispers, tune into the body, listen to the mind. What stories are you telling yourself about your health, about your body? What stories are you telling yourself about your life, about what's possible? Are you focusing on the no's or aligning with the heart yeses? All of those things as you create awareness will allow you to open up that channel for healing. And if you need support and you feel like you need some guidance, I'm offering, I do offer one-on-one -on -one support. I also have my inner circle membership. I've simplified a lot of my, my work. So my, my website has changed. So you can come and check out what I'm doing now. I'm really focusing on very specific things and really 
channeling my energy in a way that I can sustain my own and take care of myself at the same time. So nurturing self while I nourish others in their own healing journey. It's really important. We need to be able to fill our heart first and give from the overflow because giving from an empty heart, giving from an empty cup doesn't serve anyone and it's not sustainable. So I want to thank you for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you again next week. I do have some really cool announcements coming up and things that I have brewing and I can't share them with you yet, but I was so excited this morning with waking up. I was, I was up and, and channeling some new, new stuff. So I will be sharing that information with you over the next couple of weeks and just tune in each week and find out or you can also come to my website and join my Heart Yes movement. You get the free Heart Yes gift set so that you can really attune and, and discern your truest Heart Yes. And that will keep you in touch with me and I'll keep you updated as to what's coming up. I make those announcements in my Heart Yes movement group first and in my inner circle first. And then there is an opportunity as well for the Intuition Academy. I've got a couple spots open up for private mentoring to become a certified intuitive coach. I've just opened that up as well. And if you feel drawn to check that out, you can come to my website, heartledliving.com and find all the details there. I want to thank you for tuning in. I love you. I appreciate you. I honor you. I encourage you. I believe in you. Until next week, love and blessings. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heart. L-E-D, living.com.